Dr. Anthony Chergosky from UWL Political Science Department to join me to talk a little about voter restrictions and what really is a voter restriction. The biggest conversation of late, uh, uh, Anthony, is Georgia loses the All-Star game. They move to Colorado mm-hmm. and the, the restrictions are virtually the same. In fact, some are making the case that it's easier to vote in Georgia than it is in Colorado. Why are people, corporations and so forth, signing on to this voter restriction uh, issue when clearly they're not paying any attention to what's really going on in any particular state? Well, good morning, Mike. Uh, Thanks for having me. I think that this Georgia law has been a case study in overreaction and misleading rhetoric by just about everyone involved, which is is somewhat par for the course in politics today. You know, when when I did a careful analysis of the provisions of this law, I didn't see a lot that would dramatically affect voter turnout. I didn't see anything that would justify sort of this sort of this doomsday rhetoric by some Democrats. However, I also view this as a pretty blatantly partisan piece of legislation by the Republicans, a piece of legislation that never would have gotten passed or never would have been considered had the Republicans won key races in the state of Georgia and had they not faced pressure from President Trump. So I think that there's been a lot of obfuscation and misleading rhetoric on both sides. You know, from the Republicans' perspective, this is just pretty nakedly partisan on their part. And from the Democrats' perspective, I just am not seeing the effects or the likely effects of this law that they are claiming will occur. Right. And and honestly, I, I would tend to agree with you uh, when they make a big deal out of not not being able to uh, offer a bottle of water to somebody, just put it on a table over there. Uh, they they want to keep <laughs> electioneering out of the space right in front of a, a voting center, and I get that. So stop walking around with a bag full of water saying, hey, do you want a bottle of water? Uh, or just put them on a table over there, and anybody who wants them can go get one. That's the way it was. Heck, I can remember going to a polls in Onalaska, getting or being offered a bottle of water and a cookie while I'm waiting in line to vote. So, you know, I didn't ask, I don't know, are those Republican <laughs> cookies or Democrat cookies? Who made these cookies? Uh, a libertarian, you know, that was just, would you like a cookie? If no, then, you know, you carry on. What? I just don't get it. I kind of have to laugh at this idea that, you know, giving someone a cookie or giving someone a bottle of water could possibly sway their vote, Mike. And there are much more important parts of this law, to no be kid. quite honest. No uh, you know, I think the important parts of this law are those that deal with absentee voting. This law really does kind of cut into absentee voting. It doesn't really touch in-person voting all that much. Certainly the splashy headlines were about the pizza and the water and not being able to give that to people. Sure. And this this bill also does pretty clearly sideline the Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger. And, and like I said, that's pretty clear evidence that this is a partisan piece of legislation in response to President Trump railing against Brad Raffensperger, the Secretary of State of Georgia. But, you know, again, I, I think that I see an effort to enact a partisan piece of legislation by the Republicans that is being met by rhetoric that is, um, you know, that just doesn't quite reflect the 
actual effects of this law on the Democratic side. Are you concerned that there are states that mail a ballot to every name and address on the the voting uh, log, regardless of their voting history, recent or otherwise, if you've got a name and an address and you're on the voting log, there is no check to see if you've moved or if you're dead. Uh, you, you just get a ballot mailed to you, period. And I've had, uh, you know, very anecdotal conversations with people who live here in, in western Wisconsin who occasionally uh, have gotten ballots from their old hometown in California asking them to vote. <laughs> well, Mike, one thing that we do know is the states that emphasize mail-in voting do have quite high voter turnout. But again, I do think that, you know, people of goodwill have concerns about the security of the process. And so this really reflects the tension. I, I think that we want to make voting as easy as possible. We want to make it as likely as possible that we'll have high voter turnout. But on the other hand, we do care deeply about the integrity of the process. So how do you balance those competing goals is something that is basically at the center of most fights about election laws when you when you really come down to it. Yeah, I, I can't disagree. Hey, we're almost out of time here, but I've got uh, I've got a caller on with a question. Have you got just a minute? Sure. All right. So Dr. Anthony Tregoski uh, is with us on the phone. Let's let's go here. Caller, good morning. You're on with. Dr. Chugoski, got a question or a comment? Hey, good morning to both of you. I just had an observation. I heard Anthony say that uh, this was, uh, you know, kind of a Republican deal. And, I, you know, I, considering the current climate, I understand that. I just, I feel like I see this as a rollback of uh, COVID-era laxness during the election, not so much as a Republican push to you know, uh, uh, make elections uh, more restrictive. I just see a kind of a rollback. And as far as the standing in line for water and cookie, no one's worried about that. We're worried about bringing people to the polls for a pack of cigarettes, a couple of pizzas, you know, maybe some Target gift cards. That's what I think that's all about. But anyway, that's that's just what I was thinking. I didn't know what Anthony thought about that, though. Well, thanks very much. Uh, thanks very much for your uh, your call uh, this morning, Main Street. Good to hear from you, uh, uh, Doctor. Your thoughts? Sure, Quickly, sure. Yeah, the way I say it, it's a partisan piece of legislation for the Republicans is because Democrats overwhelmingly used the mail-in option. Republicans overwhelmingly used the in-person option. Georgia, this Georgia law really does do some things to peel back mail-in voting. I think if the shoe was on the other foot, the Republicans would have taken a different approach. But, you know, that's par for the course, right? You, as a political party, make the kind of rules that will benefit you. And then, you know, the Democrats have, I, I do think, overreacted to this thing.